You're listening to that. <laughs> Alrighty, I want to say thank you everyone again for listening in tonight. I have Monique. Thank you again for taking your time today. Absolutely. Now I'm going to share, this is uh, the most funniest, other than Facebook, this was the funniest way of making friends. Yes. <laughs> Produce department, commissary, army base. Hi, you're pregnant. I just had a baby too. Look at mine. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Look at my offspring. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's military life though. You know, we, that's how we do. We meet right. in random places. And I think, I think as military too, right. We're so used to that. Like no one's going to make you friends. You better put yourself out there. Or, you know, you go sit in the corner. <laughs> Absolutely. For sure. That is true. So I got to ask because your, your husband is and I don't mean to be racially, you know, boxing or anything, but Asian descent. Yes, and, it, and then in your African, for those listening, African American, and your babies are the most gorgeous babies I've ever seen. And I've got to know <laughs> how did that all come about? Because like I look oh, at man. his pictures, I'm like, Boo, I love you, but for the love of God, can I be African American? You be Asian because we need <laughs> them two babies. Don't get me wrong. My uh, Mexican and white babies are good looking too, but yes, yes. They've got uh, that beautiful, like caramel darker and then the beautiful eyes. I can't get over your face. Thank kids. you. So we actually met online. People are always so shocked. Me and my um, husband and met online too. Did you? I am not kidding you. My husband tries to hide it all the time. He's like, oh, this- we met in the air force. I'm like, no, we didn't. <laughs> we met online. You were in the yeah. Air Force. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we met online. Um, I was back at home in Atlanta, and he was stationed at Fort Campbell. And the way that he loves to tell it is that he slid into my DMs. He saw a picture <laughs> of me in a blue bikini, and I had something in there like that I wanted um, Blasian babies. And he was like, "This is my cue. Let me <laughs> slide into our DMs." <laughs> so that's how we met almost nine years ago. Well, you got some Blasian babies and them cute Blasian babies. I sure babies. did, didn't I? He came through with his part of the, the bargain. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah. so what's his what's his nationality? Uh, he's Thai. Oh, why didn't you ever invite me over some damn Thai food? Because he doesn't cook any Thai food. Oh, gosh, dang it. <laughs> you need to slap his mama and get his butt in the kitchen. I know, I know. I love, and it's my favorite food. So we always, when we go to visit his family, we get to go get Thai food, but oh, I loved your guys' Christmas photo. You guys are all wearing matching pajamas. I'm like, girl, I'm thank good. you. Yes, thank you so much. Well, no, just you're in his family. I would love that the extended family got in on it too. I was like, damn, I'm oh good. yeah. We go up and visit them. So his family is from Thailand, but um, he was born in Washington D.C. Him and his sister. So they live in Maryland, and we go up every year we try to go up every year I so know we just missed cross paths when I went up uh, in December yes I know yeah oh man we almost did we almost made it maybe next time <laughs> maybe next time yeah no oh that's oh man I'm still I'm still jelly I'm still mad though I I would be so let down though if I was like wait you don't cook right I know does your mama at least send some food like yeah, I mean when we go that? up yeah they're older his parents are older so his mom doesn't cook as much so maybe the last time I got food from her was probably around the time that we had first met or maybe when I was pregnant with my oldest. Um, 
but yeah, they're older than my parents. So not much more cooking. Oh man. So nine years ago. Wow. Yeah. We, we just celebrated our fourth anniversary. Yeah. We, wow. and it's funny too. So I was actually about to give up on dating, right? Like I had been six years single with my first son and I thought, screw it by this damn point, I might as well just raise his butt. And when he's old enough, go on some single cruises and enjoy the high life. And then, you know, when he's a teenager, be like, well, mama's going on a cruise again. Peace out. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then my friend's like, you should try this dating site. I'm like, girl, I am done with this stuff. She's like, just try it. And it was hot or not. That was it. Hot or not. Hot or not. Hot or not. It was like a different Tinder. (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) And, uh, (laughs) And, you know, all the guys like hit me up. I didn't realize this was like a national one. So I had guys from like San Francisco message me. I'm like, boy, I don't, I ain't got time to travel. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Go talk to someone else. Unless you travel in your butt to bum F Spokane, Washington, I ain't going nowhere. (laughs) Yes, I know. And, um, what was it? He, it was a pickup line. I can't, he remembers it when he hears it. He's like, that was my pickup line. He can't remember it. But he's like, that was my pickup line. <laughs> and uh, it was something about like, if I could take you out or whatever, when would I pick you up or something? And I literally, I, I'm grown. When I tell you this is, I was done. I was so done with dating. I was like, you can pick me up at Starbucks. Meet me there at 9 a.m. Saturday morning. I will have a coffee. Oh my and, gosh. and I'm not kidding. We both oh almost gosh. canceled on each other. Almost canceled. What? He oh went my out. gosh he, so air force right friday night he went out partying with all the guys in the okay in the, in the navy right we call them barracks in the yeah. air force they call them um dorms so in the dorms they're all partying it up it was like he didn't get to bed till like five in the morning and he's like i'll set my alarm and if i wake up i'll go and i'm like wow that was exciting thanks for that Absolutely. You know, and I worked from 5.30 at night until two o'clock in the morning. Oh my so the God. moment I get home at 2.35, my head hits the pillow and I'm out. <laughs> yeah, as you but, should be. Yeah. Right. And here I am at like eight o'clock going, do I really want to go on this date? Like I could get like another two hours of sleep before I have to go pick up the kiddo from my mom's house. Yes. Ugh. And I'm like, well. At least coffee's involved. I'll go get it. Right. <laughs> there's a benefit, right? At least there's coffee. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, right, moms? Come on, right? Like, if I can at least get coffee, you've lured me in. There's that lure. Absolutely. Started. So I was like, okay. So I show up and I'm looking around and I'm like, oh, hi. And he just says there, hi. Oh my gosh. I'm like, well, I guess, and this ain't anything else. I'm like, well, I guess I'll go get my coffee. <laughs> I'm standing there. I'm like, well, I guess he's not even going to offer. So uh, right. I was like, fudge it, whatever. Oh my gosh. Off to a great start already. Right, right. <laughs> so, and so I'm not kidding you, girl. And this is like, when I say Californian, you know, you've been to California. Yes, I have. The, he has the blue, and this is why I'm wearing this, the blue mm-hmm. hoodie. Yes. The black tight and i mean tight Ah. jeans oh no and he's sitting there with you know nothing because he said he had already pounded the monster before he came in the house and i was like oh well that's great but he's just standing he's just sitting there so i get my coffee and i'm like 
Hi. Hey. Oh my gosh. Like nothing. Right? <laughs> I'm like, uh, so are you from around here? No, I'm from LA. That's cool. Have you lived there their whole life? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like girl, I word answers. Oh man, it's like uh, teeth. It was pulling teeth. And I right. mean, this is like cold time. So I'm like, maybe he's just uncomfortable. Maybe he's a shy guy. Yeah. I'm like, okay, you know, and, and we're sitting across from each other. So I'm like, maybe it's just that weird interview time. Yeah. So I was like, well, let's just go for a walk, you know? <laughs> and yeah. uh, at that time in Spokane, we have a big mall downtown and they have, um, I can't remember what it's exactly called, but they have like um, a contest where there's like 20 different Christmas trees that these businesses compete against, but they all decorate it differently. Oh. And you yes. can go put in bids for these trees to buy them. And I just like to look at them. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. Well, I never thought about doing that. Right. And I thought maybe that would be a good conversation starter, you know, at least. Absolutely. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, nope, still, still single. Like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but Typical I could feel like he's a little bit more relaxed at least. Right. And, uh, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I liked him and I was like, okay, you know, I still didn't give him my phone number. By the way, I never gave a man my phone number. He always had to message me through the app. Oh my gosh. And so wow. I, he walked me to the car. I said, have a good one. And I'm driving away and I'm like, I didn't give him my phone number. Should I have given him my phone number? I don't know. Was it a good date? You know, you're sitting there contemplating it. Like, oh man, I, have, I don't know. <laughs> and then yeah. all, of a sudden, all of a sudden I get a message and think, I didn't get your phone number. Did you okay. want to have another date? And I was like, oh, well, I guess he liked me. I don't right. know about him. Maybe just physically being in your presence was a little bit, you know, maybe it was easier for him to talk to you through, yeah. you know, an electronic, a phone. I guess so. And I'm going to tell you right now, like, at, like, at least with single moms, I was, a, you're a nurse, you bust your butt girl. And all my friends who are nurses, you guys are on a whole nother level, <laughs> a whole nother level of craziness. Yes. I worked full time. I was a full time mom. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a whole nother mess about, um, my babysitter never showed up. Yeah. Said he was on his way. So we had this thing where he got off, like right around the time I'm supposed to, well, he got off and then right around the time I was leaving, he'd be like five or 10 minutes away from the house. So I could give my son like snacks, whatever, put him in front of the TV. He'd be just fine enough until the babysitter showed up. Right. I'd be on my way to work. Well, he's like, all right, I'm on my way. I'm like, great. Just as normal. Here's some snacks. Here's the TV. I'm on my way. Yes. I'm like halfway to work and I'm like, I'm not hearing anything back, not getting anything. What's going on? Well, by the time I get to work, I still haven't heard anything. I call my best friend. I'm like, you need to go over to my house right now. Haven't gotten shit from the babysitter. Don't know what's going on. Go check it on my boy. Come to find out he never showed up. The reason he never showed up is he got a DUI headed to babysit. Oh my God. So because of all of that, CPS was called. I don't blame the neighbor at all. You know, like yeah. she did the right thing, call the cops, you know, it could have been Absolutely. a lot worse. You never know. That parent could have constantly been leaving their kid there. Who knows? Absolutely. You know, but because of that situation, um, you know, I was constantly having to check in with CPS. I was constantly having therapy sessions with them, with my son, doctor's appointments, and because mm-hmm. of all that, my schedule was crazy when I met my husband. Oh. And when I mean it, you know, like on Google, how, you know, you, you can map out your day. I'm yes. Sure. <laughs> Mine looked like a Picasso. It was so colored. Oh. 
there wasn't any much white on it. <laughs> and so when he wanted a second date, I was like, shit, I uh, know I don't have time there. Don't, uh, I just want to yeah, know. yeah, I know, I know. And then I was like, all right, I can squeeze you in for one hour on Wednesday at one o'clock. And he right, was like, right. one hour? And I was like, well, I have two hours, but it's going to take me 30 minutes to drive where you want to eat. One hour for us to eat and then a half an hour for me to drive halfway across town to go to my next appointment. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, That's exactly it. We sat there and. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Telling you. Yeah. I commend single moms because, um, I like to think that I'm a pretty badass mom and could handle it, but you know, and I'm thankful for my husband that, you know, I have somebody to kind of pick up, you know, where I lack, but being a single mom, it cannot be easy at all having to juggle everything on your own, not ever having that, you know, that time to just take a breather and let that kick in, you know? So when he deploys, I feel like even military moms tend to be that single mom. Oh, absolutely. For yeah. months, you know, it is. Yeah, I feel like for, you said, we do get a, oh, okay, here, dad. <laughs> yeah. I did it for a year and a half. So I got a little bit of that experience when I was in, and I was in nursing school. So it was, it was tough, but we made it. Yeah. Yeah. So how is that being a nurse? I mean, cause how was it transitioning? Cause you guys moved from El Paso to all the way over on the coast. Yeah. How was that finding a new job? And, and I guess the difference, right. Cause El Paso was, I mean, that was, there was a huge, like we were one of the big pandemic issue areas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So while we were in um, El Paso, I just kind of did, cause I graduated nursing school in May, 2020. Um, drove cross country to be with him in Washington state for two months. And then we came to El Paso to the Academy when he got um, promoted. So I was going to start at one hospital in El Paso, but then, you know, I was newly pregnant and super sick. So decided to stay home um, and relax a little bit. And then towards the end of my pregnancy is when I started to do the COVID vaccines and all of that with, you know, cause it was a hot spot then. Mm-hmm. Um, but the transition from here, um, from there to here was not bad at all because I mean, you can quit one nursing job one day and walk across the street to another hospital and get a job. It's just that type of, you know, it's that type of job. Um, It's always in demand. And um, so I actually had my job here before I even moved here. I got hired in El Paso. I interviewed from there. And um, so we came here, kind of unpacked, got settled. And I started work here like the very next week. So I didn't have any downtime at all. Um, So the transition wasn't bad at all. Oh, and how was it night? How is it? Uh, how is it living there though? I mean, ugh, I'm not gonna lie. I could use some moisture. <laughs> it's super dry. You know what? I could not wait to get out of El Paso. And now all of like, so we had to take a class, like a spouse leadership class, you know, once he became Sergeant Major mm-hmm. and all of us are dying, like to go back. We miss Texas. I, I fell in love with Texas, not so much El Paso, but yeah. I feel like, you know, I'm from Atlanta, but I feel like I'm becoming a Texan like through and through. Um, but I definitely, I have to say, uh, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I prefer El Paso <laughs> over South Carolina. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I wouldn't, I, uh, I choose Spokane, Washington over El Paso, but I choose Texas over Washington. That's for sure. Really? I think my husband would too. Yeah, I would, I would definitely choose Texas over what, but I was just telling my husband, cause one of um, our friends here, she's at Fort Gordon, which is in Augusta, but it's like an hour away. They just got orders to go to JVLM, which is Fort yeah. Lewis. 
And I always tell my husband, I wouldn't mind going back because I loved it there. Outside of the rain all the time and the weather, like I just, I don't know. It's something about Washington to me. Like I love the, the air is so much cleaner. Like I like being outdoors. I love Chambers Bay and walking there. It's just, I don't know. It's like a magical place to me. It's weird. <laughs> I, I told my husband, the way to look at it is when you walk out and the first breath you take opening that door, mm-hmm. the first thing you smell is like the first breath you should be taking, like clean, crisp, <gasps> like that pine tree. It's just, I don't know yeah, what it is. You don't even, it, sometimes you don't even smell the pine. Sometimes you don't mm-hmm. smell the pine. It's just that crisp, clean, that, oh. You know, I lived in Lemoore, California, just south of Fresno when I was stationed in Lemoore, California there with the Navy. Yes. And we call that the fishbowl for a reason. You have the mountains on one side, you got the mountains on the other side, and all you got is farming and cattle and all wow. that smell and all the nastiness that pools in the ground underneath you and all the air. It all settles in that area. That's why it's called a fishbowl. And I'm telling you right now, you go... <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I can't wait to go home to Washington. So we actually went to visit him while I was still in nursing school. Yeah. Um, and I tell everybody, I got off the plane and it was just like, I mean, I could tell, like, you know, instantly it was just so much more cleaner. I don't know. It's something. Yeah. And somebody was telling me today, oh, we didn't. We didn't realize that we didn't notice that we went. I'm like, it's a big difference from coming from a big city, you know, from a city like Atlanta or wherever. It's oh, yeah. definitely a difference in the air quality. See, and, and you know, with the military, even without the military, I've traveled so much that you can tell the air difference from Denver, Colorado to Salt Lake City. Oh, yeah. And it's not just, it's the smell. It's just, there's this like this weird smell that each town has. And it's not that it's bad. It's right. Just, it's different. Like Salt Lake City, it's just this dry and it it's is. salty. It's just a dry, like you feel and it's, I think it's because of the salt. It feels like it's sucking your soul out. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I can see that. I can really see and, it. And of course I went like one of the hottest days there one day, and they had you oh. come out onto the tarmac. And I was like, oh god. Oh this no. Is horrible. Why does oh. he even live here? Right. <laughs> and then it was like the first thing I touched down in San Jose and I was like. Ugh, it's just smell smelt smoggy like I don't know how yeah. it's smoggy and then yeah. I left there with the worst sinus infection snot going everywhere for like the next two weeks and then but yeah you're right you know and I think a lot of people they only think Seattle they think oh it's always rainy it's not always rainy and it's yes. because the Cascades are there and if you know anything about climate and terrain and geology you know that there's pressure when the clouds are coming towards those mountains. They've got to dump the water somewhere to get over. Right. And that's why there's a lot of rain. But we want that rain. We want those snowy peaks into June, July, so mm-hmm. that we have a good water source, you know, that our aquifers stay nice and full. You know, it's just, it's one of those like, eh. you know, I, I look at the mountains here in El Paso and I'm like, you need some white peaks on you. <laughs> And that's another thing too. Like we drove up to Lubbock, uh, last week, two weeks ago, the 10th, Yeah, went on the 10th. And that's one thing you look around girl. And I'm telling you, you don't see those wire towers everywhere. Yeah. So we're like 
I'm like, why do we need the damn water towers everywhere in El Paso? <laughs> like, I was like, there was one over here, and then there's like one on the other side of Lubbock, and I'm like, okay, so there's like three in all of Lubbock. I'm telling there's, like, you, a hundred in El Paso. Yeah, it's strange. I'm El like, Paso is like a different part of Texas. It's so weird though. Like, I know it's a part of Texas, but it just seems like its own little place you know it's so it's far like, out it's like mini mexico i don't get it mm-hmm. it's like mini mexico but it's u.s but it's not that's what i tell people whenever they ask me how's el paso i'm like it's like another mexico if you've been to mexico it really that's is the best, best way to explain it it yeah i oh i was talking to on my last podcast um i was talking to um sarah and i was like i i didn't get it. i walked into ernie's you know ernie's and it's a large no. Uh, down on Zaragoza it's right next to um have you ever been have you ever gone to Valentine's office no Zaragoza? what okay Valentine's nope. I will say is the bomb diggity though <laughs> they have amazing it's- burritos Ooh. but doing a lot of door dashing instead of just trying to make some extra money for oh, yeah. nights and stuff like that I found a lot of the Spanish go-to places in the area Ernie's is one of them Valentine's is another well Ernie's I never see any white people in there. <laughs> Not to be racist. Really? There are like very little to no white people in there when I go in there. And if they are, they're like me. They're with a mixed family. Yes, for and, sure. And I'm looking and I'm like, okay, got it. Well, I was walking out with like huge bags full of people's orders. And these two Spanish boys, well, a gentleman, an older gentleman. And he had to been like in his 20s, his son. They're both staring at their phones. They look up look at me see my hands are full and look back down I'm like yeah yeah and I'm like it's it's crazy I I tell my husband I'm like do the Mexicans here feel like they're entitled like I just don't get it and my husband's a different place it's a different world there for sure so I'm not surprised by that I've had something like that happen to me and it's it's strange it's really weird and I told my husband he's like well it's not like that ever I'm like no honey you're right I go but it's like you get the polar opposite. It's either you get the really nice people or the really rude. There's very yep. little in between. Yes, absolutely. I agree. I agree. It's just, and it's just really weird. You know, and I've been everywhere. I were like I, in, in uh, Norfolk when I went to, when we went to Maryland, everybody yes. was nice. It yeah. didn't matter who you met. It was like, oh, hi, come up here. Here's a seat. Oh, thank you. Like, right. oh, you over here? Okay, thanks. <laughs> like, yeah, I love absolutely. this place. I don't even live here and I want to live here. <laughs> yeah. I know it's just weird how how different it can be from state to state city to city it's, it's strange yeah you know and that was one thing I, we were you know because when we when we moved here it was blind you know kind of like military right because you don't get a picket you literally just blind moving they're like hey you're moving here where yep. is that google Check. right <laughs> <laughs> you're like okay we're moving to somewhere in arkansas yeah i know i know so <laughs> crazy <laughs> Like, is there a Costco there? And the first thing I do is like join, join a spousal, you know, um, whatever. (laughs) You know what mine was? Oh, mine was like Trader Joe's, Costco, Target. (laughs) (laughs) I got to find if my amenities are there. (laughs) Is there a Starbucks at least? Is there any coffee there? (laughs) Absolutely. That is a must. Every time. Right. And that, and that's where it's like, so moving here was a blind move for us. Right. You know? And, and so I told my husband, like, when we move again, I don't want it to be a blind move. I want to go there. 
and is this where we really want to be? Okay. And I can't stand the drivers here. <laughs> I told you that when I first met, oh man, girl, it's going to give me a headache. <laughs> that was the worst part for me. I cannot, and I will tell everyone, if you come to visit here, have someone else drive you because I cannot in good <laughs> conscience drive any day without fear of my children possibly dying in my car. I know. It's and sad. not by me, but by someone else. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, oh, for sure. Because, you know, a lot of people are coming from over the border and it's just different, you know, driving laws and things of that nature are just not the same. So oh, it's- you know what I found out? I found what? out because I have a friend who's in Juarez. I asked yes. her, I said, what is it? I'm like, this is ridiculous because I swear the people come from over there. don't know how to drive. She goes, you don't have to know how to drive over here. I said, what? what are you talking about? She's like, no, that explains okay. it. you pay for your driver's license and you can drive. And I was like, that, listen, that just gave me, I mean, that makes perfect sense. And that's it. You just learn on the go. I'm like, there needs to be a requirement then to come over the border to know how to drive. I agree. Cause you're going to come over here and kill us. Yeah. Yeah. That's and then the other so- thing is, what is it girlfriend with everybody who's got a Cadillac, some new Jeep holding their damn cell phone. You don't need to hold it, put it down and use your hands free. It is in the car. I know. I know. Everybody here today, this truck is like going over the line over here. He's halfway in between both lanes. Can't figure out where he's going. I'm honking out. I'm like, yes. in your lane. Yeah. It happens all the time. It's crazy. And you're driving by looking like, really? And they're still just doing whatever they're doing. I'm like, you got to kill somebody. Oh yeah. And that's crazy. Still like in Lubbock. I'm not going to, you're going to laugh at this. Ready girl. Yes. In Lubbock. I'm like, okay, we're going to go drop off my husband's phone at the fix it place. Okay. Yeah. Oh honey. Oh, here's a yellow light. Here's three cars. Here we go. <gasps> they all three stops. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I was like, we need to move here just for this. Just for that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited. Like I'm telling you, but you know, one thing that we, me and my husband, we talk about it. Cause it's like, I felt like really, and honestly, that El Paso had the worst drivers ever. And I've been a lot of places, I mean, hands down, but then you come to a place like here or you, I mean, anywhere, you just have bad drivers everywhere. We just can't escape them, you know, but. Well, okay. So I, and I agree with you because I've been to Chicago. I've been, I've driven oh, in yeah. Atlanta. I've driven mm-hmm. in Chicago. I've driven in Atlanta. I've driven in Seattle. I've driven in LA. I've driven in San Francisco. Girl, right? I've driven everywhere. Everywhere yep. people say there's bad. There are bad drivers. Well, when it comes to every intersection, I'm every intersection, you. it is here in El Paso. They yeah. are the worst. In LA, I can go yeah, yeah. maybe one bad driver for the day, maybe two. Chicago, maybe three or four. 20 in El Paso for the whole day. Oh, I'm telling you. And it's, that's going out for 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. It's unreal. I, I used to get anxiety there. I'm like, oh God, we have to go out now. Or like, um, cause one day we had like, it, it started snowing and it was icy. We were at target and we had to make it back home. And I'm like, you know what? Cause I'm a pretty good driver. Yeah. Um, you know what? I'm not going to get on 10 at all to go back to the house because these people can't drive. So mm-hmm. it's going to take us twice the time to get back, but I want to take the back streets so that I can feel more safe, you know? Oh yeah. You don't have to deal with as many people because people are going to be taking the bigger roads. Absolutely. Side roads. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. No, I, I told my husband, I said, uh, he's like, why can't we just move to a house here in El Paso? I go, honey, I'm going to tell you right now, 
Mm-mm. You want me not to ever be depressed again? Mm-hmm. Yeah, move out of here. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, not for a lot of people love it, you know. Um, but I think it's something. the older people, the ones that go out like once a week. Think I, I used to it. think that. I used to think that, but it's not. Oh gosh. It's not. It's crazy. I mean, but I guess everybody has, you know, you know, different emotions for different things. Um, but me, I could not retire or have him retire and live there forever by any means. Now, like I said, I do miss it over certain places, um, but definitely not long-term. Absolutely not. I don't, I, the one thing I do miss is having a yard. And I think that's where this goes into the trash for me. I miss my kids being able to run out in the back and not cry and scream because they stepped on a goat head or, you know, there's no yard (laughs) at all. (laughs) Well, we had a beautiful yard there. I actually was showing a friend today, our neighbor, the picture because which is really weird. I mean, we have greenery here, but I hate our backyard here. Um, and I actually miss my backyard in El Paso. It was a great size. It had grass and, you know, we you were on patio. no, we were off. We were on the West side near the outlet oh. mall. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. But you yeah, guys, put in, you guys put work into that though. Right. What you mean the backyard? Yeah. No, mm-hmm. it was like that. Okay, well, someone before you had to put the work into it because oh, I'm telling well, you right now, sure. yes. I got the I got yes. the dirt in the back, which means I got to put down the hay and I got to put down the moss and then I got to put down the sod and, and then I got. It just like, depends where you live. Um, everybody's yard was like well groomed, backyards, grass. But what I did notice is that the front yard, I guess more so where the sun is, they did the like the rock, yeah. um, or and the like the cactus path. and all of that. Yeah, so it was really nice. I loved it. I oh, absolutely loved it. I missed our Every, house. There. Everyone on my block has the fake grass or no dirt. It's all dirt. Ah, okay. Driving me nuts. I'm like, yeah, I, yeah. In Washington, I had my green grass. I was out there mowing <laughs> out every week. <laughs> had waking in the fall. Yes. We fill up those cute little, you know, pumpkin bags, you know. Absolutely. I, I don't get to do that no more. That's where Not my depression nice. starts setting in. I'm like, I'm fat because I ain't get to go out in the yard no more. <laughs> I know. I know. When do you guys plan on leaving? Well, we're shooting for July to go mm-hmm. and purchase the land and get the house started. We're doing a manufactured home. And Jesse, yes. is he retiring? No, no, he's been out. So we're actually two oh. disabled veterans. We've, uh, wow, I had no idea. Yeah, no, actually he's going to, so when you become a disabled veteran, if you make over at least, or if you have at least over 10%, which for those listening, if you are a veteran, um, go seek out the American Legion. They were godsends for us. Not that the DAV doesn't do good either, but I have friends who have done nothing but struggle with the DAV and I myself, I've struggled, but, um, if you have over 10%, you can go to the, um, you can do what's called voc rehab and yes, I've heard of that. They, they will pay for you to go back to school. Oh yes. And so that's he's true. Like, my mom told me about voc rehab. Yep, I mean, from and, my understanding, they help you with businesses as well. Yeah. So he's um, going back to school for um, cybersecurity. Wow. And so, Very cool. yeah, he's almost done actually. And I was thinking just for shits and giggles. Yes. Wiggle wiggles. I think I might go into realty. That's you know, it's a lucrative business for sure. 
Well, I just think I got that people person thing. Like that, you know, I, I will tell you this much, you know how many houses I've gone in and how many real estate agents I've been like, look, I don't want a toilet close to the bathtub. Don't show me a house with a toilet right. close to the bathtub. I don't want to be taking a poop and washing my toes at the same time. Right. And then they so show would me you one. want to go into the, the realtor part of it? Yeah. Or would yeah. you want to be like, okay. Yeah. Because uh, cool. I feel like being that person and being into it and stuff like that, I feel like I could be the honest person and be like, I would show you this one, but that's not going to be what you want. But if you want, I'll still show you. You know, I'd be honest. Right. But I always you hate need that. Like, you need that. Yeah. You know, because I, I hate when she's like, oh, here's this house. And I'm like, I look at the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> I look at her and be like, mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> and in my head, I'm like, you know, I told you I don't like the damn bathtub next to my bathroom. Absolutely. And you show me the damn bathtub next to the damn bathroom. <laughs> I just stare at her and she'd look at me. Well, hurry, like, into this bat in the living room here. And I'm just like, mm, girl, I don't give a shit about the damn living room. See the damn bathtub. Like, That's funny because we went to ta- uh, to Texas this past time to look for a house. It was like that. And it's like, she kind of would give me it because you can tell my emotions on my face. So we walked into one and she's kind of like, you don't like this one, do you? No, I don't. Let's not waste any more time. Let's go. And that's a good real estate agent, you know? Yes. And that's where we had one in Lubbock. I talked to her, never met this girl, never met her before. Called her. Hey, look, we're interested in Lubbock. Never been there. We're kind of looking around this. This is our dreams. If we're freaking loco and this ain't possible in your area, tell me. No, it's possible. It's just going to be kind of hard. They're here. Just if they pop up is what's going to be the problem. Okay. Right. You know, we could probably find land. You could probably build it. That'd probably be easier. Okay. So then we're like, we're going to make a trip up there, Sarah. Just let you know. I want to see what that looks like. Okay. Mind you, the picture, I swear to goodness gracious, I Googled her. Her picture was brown hair, thin faced. I show up. This chick steps out with freaking awesome, like rocker boots, blue <laughs> freaking hair. And I'm like, what? this chick is freaking awesome. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, I love this chick already. She's got right. like amazing nails. And I'm like, uh, are we going to a rock show? Because right. shit, girl, get me in the van. Let's go. Yes. That's <laughs> awesome. Like she walks into the house and she just like looks around. Then she looks at me. So what you think? I'm like, eh. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm cool with anything really right really up to that man and then she's like what the hell is this door <laughs> and it was like a door that was like cut in half so it like oh hinged. my god and I was like well someone jerry-rigged that right it's like <laughs> when you see some things in houses it's like who thought to do this who thought this was okay to do they not think this through because I mean you should really when you build different things you know kind of put yourself you know as to would you live this way or want this here but well, you and know, that, everybody- was the, that was the thing though, like with the bathrooms, bathrooms cost so much to remodel yes. and I want the bathroom how I want it. Mm-hmm. I don't care about the living room. I'll remodel that shit by myself. Give me some sledgehammer right. and drywall. I got this, but True. the bathroom, I let's just try and be a little bit how I want it. <laughs> That's how I am. The, the bathroom and, and absolutely the kitchen. Kitchen is probably my number one. Now the kitchen it's got to have room, right? Like if it's kind of more open, okay. I can put in an Island myself. Okay. There's enough room. I can manage that and, you know, put a hood in, 
even if right. I'm a contractor, you know, it's not going to cost me a lot. Right. But okay, this is really tiny. I'd have to knock out that wall. I have to find out where's the load bearing. I'd have to do this. I have to do that. Okay. I see my bill going way through the roof now. You right. Know, right. Got to start thinking, you know, absolutely. Everyone, everyone sees those, you know, brother flippers and stuff like that. And it's like, you do right. realize that one, they cut them a big deal because it's on TV. Second, yes. second of all, most of the time they're trying to work with what they got. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it's definitely not the same in real life for sure. <laughs> yeah. We've we yeah. found a great manufactured home. We were looking at Clayton homes, but they only do double wides. Oh and we want we want a fourth baby. And I'm like, oh man, birthday parties. And you know what I'm talking about, girl, with all them little cross goblins running around and screaming. Yeah. I'm like, we need you something need over twenty five hundred square feet. Oh, easily. Easily. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm like, we need a triple wide. So Palm View or Palm, Palm something, Palm. I looked this up. Hold on a second. Okay. Hi, Google. How are you? Let me just look. (laughs) Um, Palm Harbor. (laughs) What made you guys decide on a manufactured home? Is it just cost wise? Is it better to do right now with the prices being outrageous? The prices are outrageous. They are. They so are. for like 3,100 square foot home, manufactured home, would cost us $275,000 to be made. Oh, ready. Gosh. I'm girl, I'm talking about tile, flooring, everything. Then you just got to find the land. Price. And then we found land. We found three acres outside of Lubbock, $50,000. Three acres? Three acres, $50,000. That makes me sick to hear that. <laughs> come live over it. Come on, come to Olympic with us. Come on, oh friend. We'd be neighbors. We found Seriously. 2.6 acres. Are you ready for this? 40,000. What? Yeah. I was thinking about Dallas. I was thinking about the Fort Worth area too. But then when I started looking at those prices, I'm like, it's just a quick trip. And when I mean a quick trip, girl, it cost me less than, 80, 000, uh, less than $80 to fly to Dallas if I need to. Yeah. Yeah, it's the prices are truly, truly outrageous right now. Um, and I don't think it's going to get any better anytime soon. So, yeah. you know, so and that's the thing is, you know, if you can at least like with land, you can't get a loan. You've got to pay for it. Right. So at least with that, buy the land, secure it. For and sure. then you can buy your dang property, you know, buy the house later. Absolutely. That's what we thought about now. We, we were saying we're going to get a house in Dallas. And I mean, it doesn't have to be our forever home necessarily. And then we put aside for land and sell that home, you know, four or five, six years down the line and then build the home that we want on the land that we want. Because it's yeah. so hard now, you know, trying to find land and it gets expensive, even if you go into a development, you know, it's super expensive. I mean, yeah. we're looking like in the high sevens, eights, it's, it's just insane. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely is. And Lubbock is one of those, just like El Paso is like spreading out. Lubbock is starting to really grow up, but they're growing, they're growing down and out. So Wolferth is like where the big areas right now that they're growing out. Okay. That's cool. I yes. thought it was called friendship. It's friendship. F-R-E-N. Friendship. <laughs> so oh, I Googled okay. it. I'm like, where's friendship area Lubbock? Right. Like, well, honey, it's not friendship. It's friendship. Right. <laughs> cross off that d and take out the i <laughs> absolutely <laughs> oh, awesome. i'm excited was, for you guys. there was something else gosh you know when you 
you think you know something and you've gone with it so many years you're like oh that was so wrong I right so wrong oh for that like most of the songs I sang as a teenager kid I'm that's like what it was what song? it was a song what song yeah yeah I wonder if it was the BC boys or something like that and I was like oh I thought it was like the the guys go down beefing or something like that and I'm like it made no sense to the other lyrics but I totally get the actual lyrics now (laughs) (laughs) the one that comes to mind to me is the J-Lo and Ja Rule song oh and all these years we were all thinking that she was saying um are you Ellie and, but she was spelling, I mean, she was saying that, but she was spelling Ja Rule's name. She was spelling R-U-L-E. And yeah. I'm like, we had this wrong the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> like, who's Ellie? <laughs> right? I, I'm not going to lie. I always thought of R-U Nelly. Like, yeah. like <laughs> is she mean like, ne- like Nelly the singer? Like, is she like, she's like, oh, like you think you Nelly, huh? Yeah, you right. think Right, I'm telling you. <laughs> you're like, all this time but then you start to grow accustomed to your version you know it's like i'll just keep singing that <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna play right now next time you listen to this you're never gonna forget this are you ready what's that acdc uh dirty <sighs> deeds done with sheep done with sheep yep dirty deeds done dirt cheap but it's dirty deeds done with sheep oh my god <laughs> My dad used to do that, and I'm like, gosh, dang it, that's stuck in my head now. Oh, my goodness. This is funny. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> so love it. As a military wife, has it been really hard to, like, I mean, of course, we make friends all over, and so then we have friends spread throughout the whole U.S. Has yes. it been hard to really hold on to those or cultivate them into stronger, you know, friendships? I would say, no, not really. Only because um, maybe if it was a friendship, you know, just a person that maybe wasn't a military spouse. Um, But I feel like we all as military spouses have this like understanding um, outside of what anybody else can understand. They truly understand what it's like to be a male spouse and what the other person goes through. So I think a lot of times um, like we already know okay, there's a lot going on. A husband's in the field or a husband is deployed. Like they're not going to be able to call you or be on the phone with you all day. Like it's just this understanding. So I don't think it's hard. I think if anything, um, another military spouse understands, you know, very well what's going on and doesn't take it as personally. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I feel like what, I mean, guess what, what I'm taking from it is like, you know, (sighs) like when the the spouse is out right and then Mm -hmm. you get that random call you're like oh shit she hasn't called me in like four months right oh well john's out and you know it's because she's missing she has no one to talk to she's got that person that rock is gone just needs that that little bit of a verbal yeah yes (laughs) and then and then you might not hear from her for six more months when he comes back you know yes and they understand better a regular friend who is not you know military spouse she will probably more so take it to heart. Like, why is my friend not doing this? And what, you know, it's just yeah. different. Um, but it's still hard because we move. So, I mean, yes, in that aspect, 
maybe not, but in other aspects, it's like, yeah, you, you meet these really great people and then you're all spread out. Like it was a group of us um, um, from the leadership group that we had to do for the Sergeant Major's spousal group, whatever. Um, so we met in El Paso and it was like very quick. And then like, once we really were bonding, it's like, it's time to go. Cause we were only there for like 10 months. Um, so now we're all in different places, but one thing that we like to do is like, we do like a monthly zoom meeting where we all get on there. You can hop on with your glass of wine and just kind of, you know, have girl talk. Oh, that's um, nice. it's really nice. I've never had anything like that and we really enjoy it. Um, so yeah, it's hard, but I don't know. You make do, you know, it's what, what can I say? You make do really. Well, and you know, and that's one thing too, right. And, uh, you know, I don't know who's all listening, but it is definitely a different ball game, you know, uh, being military and being a military spouse. Cause I've been both my ex, my first right. husband was army. Oh, and, wow. And, and then my, my current husband was air force, you know, and, uh, of course I was already military after that. So it was like, boy, I was in before you, right. Yeah, boy. You might so have that. Yeah. You you've seen every, every part of it then. Yeah. And so I will say that I, I used to be on the mom's sites, you know, especially here in El Paso, but I couldn't take the, the digging, the snapping, the degrading, the, you know, the one thing is like, you know, I'm, I'm a big advocate of do not take your kids to Claire's. Those people are not licensed to touch your children. Mm-hmm. You, you wouldn't take someone who's like, oh, well, you know, my mom taught me how to do this. Bring your kid over here. I, you know, I'll, I'll be your doctor. Yes. No, you ain't licensed. No. Well, why the hell would you take them to Claire's? They're not licensed to touch your children. Mm-hmm. Don't have them. No. Nope. Yeah. Take them to a licensed tattoo or pierce shop because they are like licensed. It. They've been proven that I know how to one, keep your instruments clean and sterilized. I know how to do my job properly to keep your child from being infected. And that's what I want. They Absolutely. Also, they screwed up my piercing on this side where oh, she yes. pierced it downward and it literally had ripped over the years, ripped down. So I literally looks like my <sighs> earring is falling out on this side. No matter oh, what earring God. I'm wearing, this side looks fine. Uh, Cause my mom yeah. took, took me when I was a kid. And so right. I'm like, you know, I, I like, look, before you take your kid, take them to someone licensed, whether it's a pediatrician, which that's a new thing down here. I never have heard that before take them to a pediatrician to have their ear pierced but i've never heard of that yeah down here in el paso the pediatricians do it the nurses do it i love it they are licensed to touch your child absolutely i love it now i don't agree with the guns because the trauma from that actually causes trauma around the ears i don't agree with that but the fact that it's from a doctor they are still licensed i'm okay with that Absolutely. i was and that's all i told them hey look take them to someone licensed to touch you do not take them to Claire's. Don't take them to those places. They're not licensed to touch you. They have to go Absolutely. through the state. They have to be inspected and everything. They're not. I never put anyone down for it. Just, hey, before you do, here's the information, you yes. know, or hey, next time, try not to take your kid to Claire's. There's yes. a reason for it. Well, then they're like, oh, well, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, I'm just saying, instead of saving a buck, save your kid's ear. <laughs> Yeah. It's, you know? I mean, it's terrible. I get on there strictly for information. Like I told you, like if I find out we're moving to Fort Hood, I'm on there to, you know, find out the area, find out what people think about the schools, find out what's, you know, what's going on in general. And I sit and see, but I, I don't ever interact any more than that because I'm, I'm not, exactly I'm just not going to get involved. 
I'm and, a grown and I, woman and I'm just not going to get involved. But yeah. it, I totally understand what you're saying by the degrading, the always back and forth and bickering is, it's a lot. Well, and, and that was got, it got to be the point where it was just like, I got to get off of this, you know? Absolutely. And, and I'm like, why can't we, I go to my veterans group and we're all like, I, and like I say, that there's that different level from civilian to military. Absolutely. We can, we can <laughs> politely degrade ourselves or each other. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. ah, you funny. Oh, yeah, shut up, girl. Whatever. Okay, cool. Yeah. And it's we move crazy. on. And we move on. Yeah. That's yeah. a big problem, though. I think that's what steers away, you know, women from wanting to meet people. Because, like I told you, I've met a good bit of wonderful women. But, I mean, maybe on two hands, you know, it's not it's not very many. Um, I'm very particular when it comes to that. So, yeah, it is. And it's, you know, and that's the thing, too. It's just... I. I, it was funny. I was at the car dealership today. My husband wanted to, you know, I let him scratch his fancy, go look at a new car. Go on. Yes, we're not right. getting it. We're getting a house, not a car. Absolutely. Are we going to go live in the car or are we going to live in the house? <laughs> but okay, go ahead. And the guy's like my son, you know, he doesn't talk yet, but he's all like, Ooh, there's a player. He goes running over yes. there. And the other kid's like, Hey, come on in. And my daughter's like, I want in. And the guy's like, oh, uh, we all live like this. I'm like, right? Like, hey, I'm gonna come play. Sure, come on and play. Hey, yes. <laughs> oh, I agree. I think we should all be a little bit more accepting. I feel like military should be mandatory. Like, even if you ain't gonna be like in the dirt, military, at least that obedience. Maybe, maybe even like uh, you know, like ROTC should be for everybody. Yeah, I'm telling you, we we need to get back to discipline you know people are just out of control these days i i don't know so if you had let's see here i'm going to think of my question for you before we end this conversation okay. you had to think of let's see here if you had one word of advice for somebody who is thinking of joining any kind of this job or um maybe military that's going to take them from one place to another or travel a lot. Right. So mm-hmm. military nursing travel agent, sorry, not travel agent, stewardess. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> like travel yeah. Agent. Yeah. <laughs> what would be one sliver of advice that you could give them that might give them words of encouragement or help them sway one side or the other? Um, I, I would say do it and be open-minded. Um, the first part, doing it, I, I believe, especially if you're a young person, you know, I mean, you can be any age, but especially if you're a young person in your mid to early or maybe even late 20s, um, like I had posted on Facebook the other day, um, I think it's so important for us to get out and get out of your comfort zone. You know what I mean? Um, I moved away with my now husband. He was my boyfriend and I moved away, packed up my whole entire apartment um, and went to Hawaii across the water, across the Pacific. And, um, honestly, looking back, like when I first got there, it was, I cried for the first two weeks, honestly. Um, cause I had moved, I lived on my own prior to that, but I never moved away like that. You know, oh, yeah, you have no um, support, no support, no support. And then I got pregnant three months later. Um, fast forward to having the baby. It was just me and my husband. I really had to grow into a woman and an adult and fend for myself because it was just us. But looking back now, six, seven years later, I'm so glad that I did it. I'm so glad that I took the leap of faith um, because it just, it, it made me better as a person. 
it made me learn how to stand on my own two feet and it allowed me to see the world you know we get so complacent and stuck in what we know what's comfortable for us but there is a great big world out there um you know wherever your hometown is it's never going anywhere you can always always go back if you choose to but go see the world because it's gonna it's gonna broaden your horizons and make you more appreciative for people who are different from you. You know, there's so many different cultures. Um, it just opened my eyes. So I would say do it and keep an open mind. Keep an open mind that everybody's not gonna be like you. You know, there's, a, like I said, there's a great big world out here. Everybody's different. People have different upbringings, different um, cultures. So that would be my two biggest, biggest things. Um, don't settle. And especially, you know, especially as a young person, get out there, even if you're not a young person and you just want, you know, a new change of pace for your life, get out there. Don't be afraid because you never know what's going to happen from today until tomorrow. Um, and you really have to take advantage of whatever experience and, you know, whatever is available for you to do. So that's what I would say. Yeah. I love that. It reminds me of uh, the movie. Yes, man. I don't know if you saw that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I have and I, I love that because you're right, you know, and when you go to boot camp, that was one thing I came back and I was like, oh God, I can't wait to go back home. And I'm like, what you doing? Working. Still working in the same it. place? Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. Stop. Hey, what are you doing? I'm still working. Same place? Yep. Ugh. Is anyone doing anything new? Something? No. And then you turn around and you're 60, 70, 80 years old and you're, you know, you're resentful. You, you have lots of regrets in life because you feel like, you know, you didn't take advantage of whatever opportunity. So. I'm telling you, don't wait. Whoever's listening, don't wait. Do it now. Tomorrow, I know it's cliche to say, but literally tomorrow is really not promised. Enjoy your life. Enjoy the fruits of your labor from working hard. If you want that car and, you know, your savings is good and you have the means to do it, buy it. If you want to take that vacation, do it. And I, I really, really mean that from, you know, from inside. I really believe that. So please. My husband hated me because we spent our tax return this last year on trip to Orlando. He's like, we could put that in money. We could have had a house by now. And I said, yeah, but we got to take our kids to Disney World. I'd never been to Disney World. My kids have never been to Disney World. I was like, you we're never went to Disney World. Break. We've been once and we're going for spring break next month. But I think every person should go to Disney at least once in their life. You know, everybody should experience it. And Girl, I'm going to send you a checklist. I'm going to send you a checklist. <laughs> okay, please send it. <laughs> so, well, thank you again. And everyone listening, please like, share, follow. Every Monday will be a new release. Spotify, RSS. I'm not sure how to get on other platforms, but it will be. Just keep checking. Absolutely. And uh, thank you again, Monique, again. Absolutely. And, uh, I had fun. Thank you for having me. We'll have you again on soon. Thank oh, you. Oh, please. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you. Until again, till the next episode.